Hey guys, thank you for tuning in to this podcast episode 18, The Victory is Greater Than the Struggle, an ex-lesbian podcast. So we're ending this month's mental health awareness, um, just basically discussing the ultimate power of how to get through life, how to overcome uh, our different issues when it comes to dealing with mental health um, that we may deal with, or maybe a friend or loved one may struggle with. And so in the other podcast this month, I talked about different ways to cope, maybe different ways that I have coped. Sometimes we don't feel as though we are at a place to where we want to reach out or at a place to where we can worship God or open our Bible. We're so low to where maybe we need help. Uh, uh, and sometimes it comes in the form of something that's not even Christian whatsoever, just a self-help podcast or something to where it really speaks to your current situation and it helps you to kind of get out of that pit. It meets you where you are. Sometimes maybe it's a adult coloring book, um, to just help you, um, just whatever, maybe just not think about anything. Maybe there's so many things that's going on in your mind. And the only way that, uh, you get a bit of relief is through a specific outlet like that. Okay. Or maybe it's taking medicine, whatever it is, there comes a point in our walk to where we have to say, okay, I need to reach out to the one person, the one person who can change everything. Um, when it comes down to my mental health. So what does the definition of mental health even mean? Okay. It says this, it's a noun, a person's condition with regard to their psychological and emotional well-being. Okay. So it's a person's psychological and emotional well, well-being, excuse me. So Philippians four, six, seven, it says this, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So this is saying, don't be anxious about today. Don't be anxious about tomorrow. Don't let your past cause you to be anxious in this present time, right? Don't, don't waste your time and, and energy and focus on things that are outside of your control, right? Just make your prayer known to God. And you say, some of you may say, Jessica, I've been praying to God and nothing happens. You know, I do, I go to church and my situation doesn't change. Right. And it says that the peace of God is supposed to guard my heart, right. And my mind in Christ Jesus. I totally understand that there are times in our life where we pray and it seems as though there's no breakthrough, right? There's no release to where we, we, we are able to push past that fog or that block, you know, and, and have a sense of freedom or relief or peace, whatever it is to that. I say this again, I know what that's like, and maybe we have to find another outlet to just get us through that moment when it seems as though other stuff isn't working, but I'll say this, God is always working. Our prayers are always being heard by God, always being heard. There's times when God wants us to learn stuff while we're in the midst of our situation. In my life, when I go through stuff, sometimes I'm just like, God, I don't get it. It's not fair. Why this? Why that? You know, you're supposed to be so good. You're supposed to love me and guard me and guide me. Why is this thing happening in my life? But when I look back, I see that God has protected me. I see that although I don't understand the why, 
I realized that he was guiding me and he just says, trust me, right? Because people are so faulty, you know, and, 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 and God gives us free will, right? He gives us the choice to do good or do evil, right? To make a mistake or not make a mistake. And we ourselves make them all the time. So when it comes down to other people being a part of that, and then we struggle with, with, with maybe our relationships with people to where we, we feel bad because someone, right? Or in our mind, we're just, we're, we're making up stuff. We're putting pieces together because we don't have peace about something. God just says, trust me. I know you don't get it. I know you don't understand, but trust me. And what I have noticed in my own life is that that peace does come even when things aren't going perfect, but sometimes it takes pushing through. Sometimes it takes patience. First Peter five, seven, it says casting all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. God, again, these are all the things that frustrates me. Right. And, and in the midst of that, God is working on, on our behalf. The angels are ministering angels here to work on behalf of those who are inheriting salvation, which is you and I, right? You say yes to God. You say yes to salvation. I make you the Lord of my life. Angels are working on behalf of, of us, right? And so sometimes we don't do a good job at even dispatching the angels that God has for us, right? Sometimes we just expect for God to do everything, okay? And so we look at the Bible and uh, we see um, Daniel who was praying 21 days and it took 21 days for the angel to come and give the message because he was fighting the Prince of Persia, right? Because the Prince of Persia didn't want him to, to, to relay God's message to Daniel, okay? It's a, it's a whole story in the Bible, but the point of that is when we pray, and continue to pray and trust that God's got it, trust that God's working on our behalf and continue to put our hope in him, we will see that breakthrough. And it's not always overnight. Sometimes it's the sum of our choices that has caused us to be in this place. And it doesn't mean that all of a sudden things are just going to disappear and get easier because a lot of stuff we put ourselves in that situation. So in order to undo that stuff, right? In order for God to fix it, it's not even something that's going to happen a month or two later. You chose the wrong, uh, uh, baby daddy. That is a lifetime. Does that make sense? And so you're saying, well, I want God to, to, to change my situation. That means that you're asking God to change him. And it is his free will to say yes or no to God. You can't get mad at God because of your choice. God can't make him follow him. Right. And so sometimes in situations like that, situations that are outside of our control that we are tied to, it's, it's, it's something that we have to learn to have our peace about to where we say, God, in spite of what's going on around me, I know that I can still have my peace. So when this person starts acting crazy, I can still have my peace and not let them affect my behavior uh, causing me to just fall into my feelings. And then I go into depression and anxiety and worry and frustration, right? It's like a chain reaction. Okay. And so our peace, that's something that we need to hold on to. But so many times we give it away because of situations that are going on and we get frustrated. Okay. Um, second Timothy, second Timothy one seven, it says for God gave us a spirit, not of fear, but of power, love, 
and self-control. How many times do we get fearful about the future, fearful about circumstances, right? If we are trusting in God, hoping in God, we don't need to live in fear. We can live in the power that he has in our lives, the power that we have through him. And you know what? All of this is learned as we develop our relationship with God. I can rattle off scripture, but if you aren't developing your relationship with God, you will not see the fruits of these things come to pass in your life. And so developing a relationship with God is saying, God, I don't get it. I'm frustrated. I don't know. But you know what? Show me who you are. Teach me more about you. I want to know you. And when we decide to live and please an audience of one, God only, I'm not going to please my mom, my dad. I'm not going to try to please my exes. I'm not going to try to please my friends because that'll tear me apart, right? Because we can't please everybody, okay? But I'm going to try to please an audience of one. That is what gives us peace. That is what helps us to have mental clarity, emotional uh, 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 clarity and balance. When we say, I'm going to let go of all the stuff that stresses me out, and I'm going to live to please one person and one person alone. Sometimes getting to that place, it'll cause a bit of disturbance when you say, hey, you know what? I know this is how our relationship has always been. And I've always tried to please you. And I've always done this for you. But you know what? I can't do that anymore because maybe I don't have the finances for it. Maybe I don't have the time or energy for it. And people are going to get upset with you. People are going to get frustrated. But you know what? You aren't living to please people. It goes back to saying, you know what? I'm going to live and please an audience of one. And that audience is God and God alone. People will come in and out of your life. If people get upset because of the healthy choices that you're making for yourself, so be it. So be it. It is what it is. Um, but you will have your peace. You will have your peace. Jonah 2, 5, and 7. The waters closed in over me to take my life. The deep surrounded me. Weeds were wrapped about my head at the top, at the top roots of the mountains. I went down to the land whose bars closed upon me forever. Yet you brought up my life from the pit, O Lord, my God. When my life was fainting away, I remembered the Lord and my prayer came to you into your holy temple. When you're going through hell, when everything seems to be dark and you have tried everything, maybe you've even tried God, try him again. Keep trying him. Remove the things in your life that is causing you unrest and begin to say, you know what? I am going to please an audience of one. And when we feel like our life is fainting away, we remember the Lord and our prayers come to him. God wants us to stick with him when we go through it. Does that mean that, you know, we're going to be perfect? No, there may be times when we get into our flesh and we get upset and frustrated and we may walk away for a moment or we may do something we shouldn't. But you know what? We need to always draw near to God because he's always drawing near to us. And he remembers every one of our prayers. And sometimes he's speaking to, he's always speaking to us and guiding us 
but we're so cluttered with listening to other things. Maybe we're filling ourselves up, are filling our minds up with music or conversation that is unhealthy, that is full of worldly understanding and knowledge and wisdom. And we we're so full of the world that when God tries to speak to us, we can't even hear him. And then we get mad at him. Empty yourself of the world. Stop listening to secular music, right? Um, music that doesn't edify God. Okay. When we're listening to music, that is, um, you know, there's some music is fine. Like, like country fine, you know, whatever, um, whatever, a little bit of, I don't know. I'm not going to start naming stuff now get in trouble, but if it, does not edify God if it tears down what God is developing you in, in you, his DNA, when it is tearing that down and it's edifying the world, that's a problem. What we fill ourselves with, that's what comes out. So when we're having conversation and listening to music about how much people suck and baby daddy this and don't trust nobody that you know, look out for your own self. That's how we react. That becomes our mindset. But the more we fill ourselves up with God and shut out the world, worldly understanding and thinking, then we'll begin to fine tune ourselves to the word of God, fine tune ourselves to his voice. And he begins to pour into us. That connection is clear and we begin to hear him. And it just, it's a, it's a constant flow. It can be a constant flow when we choose to live for a party of one, please a party of one. So how do we deal with mental illness? How do we deal with those struggles? Maybe it's medicine, but it's always God. It's always God. The battlefield in life is right here in the mind. This is where the enemy wants to try to capsize your boat, your boat. He's just like, I'm going to take you out. And he attacks our mind with so much negativity. He does. That's the battlefield. Mental health issues. But God wants to take your mind and he wants to renew it. He wants to, to, he wants us to transform it so that we begin to have the mind of Christ. But in order to do that, we have to separate the worldly thinking and understanding and say, you know what? I'm going to shift some things in my life so that I'm not filling myself with those things, those negative things. And I'm going to begin to fill myself with the things of God. And I'm going to be consistent. You don't go to the gym one day and say, where are my muscles? It's consistency that causes us to get those results. If we know that with the gym, why can't we understand that about God? So Father God, I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice, Father God. I pray, Father God, anyone that is struggling with mental illness, anyone um, that even knows anyone that's struggling with mental illness, I pray for peace. I pray for just patience, Father God. I pray that, that, uh, that you just continue father God to speak into their lives change father God um, maybe the things that they're doing the things that they're listening to the people that um, 
are, are not healthy for them, Father God, and continue to minister to them. Send angels, Father God, ministering angels, Father God, to speak life into them. Give them peace, Father God, the peace that surpasses all understanding. If they aren't, if they aren't going to church, Father God, help them find a church, Father God. Help them to um, just put a fire up under them, Father God, so they get up and say, you know what? I'm going to go check out a church this Sunday, and if, if I'm not feeling that one next Sunday, I'm going to try another church, right? Until they find the one that you want them to be out, Father God. It's about persistence, Father God. Lord Jesus, I thank you that you love them right where they are, that you love them even in their imperfections. You love them immensely. I ask that you just remind them of that, Father God. In your name we pray, amen. Thank you guys for tuning into this podcast or maybe checking out on YouTube. Um, subscribe, share, and uh, leave a review on uh, on the podcast, please. I totally appreciate it. Um, I love you guys, and I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye.